to wireless charging exclusively. Yeah. I'm never getting another phone without wireless charging because I've had so many phones just not be able to accept the, uh, the charging cable anymore. Mm -hmm. It just falls out. That or, yeah, it's like, I don't know, it's like, uh, all I can say is it's uh, annoying, but then I also, I'm not going to spend $15. I'll go to a dollar store. And, and I'd rather spend, like, if I have to, if I use less than uh, 15, or no, if I use less than 10, or no, 13, 13, the number's 13. If I use less than 13 chargers in a year from the dollar store, I broke even. So when are you getting your flowers? I got that nice Google stand. Yeah. It was like 80 bucks. Mm -hmm. It's nice. I like it. But then I also bought two $16 stands mm -hmm. that are also good. Yeah. <laughs> um, this has an appetizer list. Oh, no. It's right there. Yeah, it's like literally underneath mm -hmm. appetizers. Yeah. I looked over. I must have misread it. So, heard anything about the writer's strike? It's it's hard to parse out certain things because, like, the writers have always been historically bad at negotiating. Because stopped it, bad. Well, the writers have been bad. Well, the uh, okay. So, I heard that like some of the writers in the writer's strike haven't had work in a year. <laughs> That doesn't surprise me a lot. They're bad. Oh, they don't get work. They, they don't get work, but also, like, uh, there's... That's the whole point of a union, though. It's like, like for every person that's, like, really, really good at their job, there's also somebody out there just, like, you know, changing light bulbs for $45 an hour. No, this is there's somebody good at their job, and then there's somebody at home who isn't, at, who isn't working. Well, who like, doesn't even count as being an employee. So there's, uh, like, a whole bunch of cases. And here's the other thing, too. It's, like, also, like, um, like let's say you get one job a year. Now, mind you, because uh, that's, like, you have to treat it like acting almost. Oh, yeah, no. There, there's the whole like, thing it, with the, what, what do they call it, the mini room, the mini writing, mm -hmm. where they get a whole bunch of writers together to audition yeah per se yep and they get paid either nothing or little to nothing yep well the 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 business of show business it's for all the performance elements of it there's a lot of thievery going around in the, mm -hmm. yeah, like in the how things are done side i just wouldn't sign up for one of those little mini audition mini writer rooms i I, I can't I can't speak to I, I would love to know what a professional writer has to go through on a regular basis like a real one like I'm like I, a professional writer is somebody who sells their work yeah but like we're not talking about good writers we're talking about professional writers okay well the, the there's a reason like it's uh, I can't compare it to comics too much but like on the sen in the sense that uh, there's always going to be people out there that are really good at what they do. There's people out there that are really nice. Mm -hmm. and there's going to be people that are really fast and professional. It's like not is, that, is that triangle fast, it, expensive, good? Yeah. Uh, so if you're two out of the three, you're always going to have work in theory. So uh, like, uh, did you see the bear uh, on Hulu? Very good show. Highly recommended. Okay. Uh, 
and plus the like uh, one thing is always going to be true is like uh, rising costs always go up. So part of the issue is like you have. Um, uh, like prices always go up, but like, you have um, like people that are in, like like uh, for all. You know how like I've never done the experiment of like trying to figure out how much an iPhone would cost if we made it in America with American uh, labor rates and all that stuff, as opposed to uh, somewhere in China at Foxconn where we have to like put, they have to put like nets on the side of the building so people aren't uh, jumping to their deaths. Yeah. Which I I would love to see the euphemism of it's like hey we have a new uh, 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 fun attraction guys. Uh, we, we have nets so that you can just jump off the side of the building and, and you're like you'll be fine. Don't worry. Uh, but the um, I never did that experiment, so I don't know <coughs> how much it would cost to because uh, there's an argument that out there that like when unions get involved, prices go up. They do. Uh, it's also like who's getting paid what? Because like, uh, do you know Christopher Titus? He's a comedian. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So he told the story of making his own special ten years ago, and. Um, he was quoted by a production company that would cost $200,000 to have a theater, have a uh, van outside, not a van, but like a trailer that has all the cameras connecting to it, three cameras, and a board op that uh, controls everything. He was quoted $200,000 for everything. He went to the, the rental uh, um uh, the, 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 like the, the rental house like basically like they have uh, cameras uh, available to people if you have the money we'll give it to you like you have you put a deposit down because like the cameras are very expensive mm -hmm. but what do you think the number was $2,000 11 11 it wasn't 1% but it was still like 5% uh, five, five of what, what he was quoted and he was like, who am I paying what? Because, like, I can have a guy who knows how to work the system, and, I can, and I'm just putting the cameras stationary so they're, they're like, one part of the stage, the second part of the stage, the other part of the stage, and wide, so that I'm like, just, like, uh, like $11,000. So he was like, I'm making it myself. Screw it. Like, and he never turned back. Uh, so, like, um... Then you look, just look into like uh, how much does uh, like color correction and post production cost, like audio mixing, like like they're like in a competitive market, like some of the prices can go down. It doesn't cost one hundred eighty one thousand dollars. Yeah. Sorry about that. What can I get you guys? Right. Can I get the uh, bacon cheese fries? Bacon cheese fries. Uh, can I do the Cuban panini, please? Yeah. Yeah, let's get a uh, orange sand, uh, stewards. Yeah, yeah, we got orange. You want one of those? Yeah. yeah. And you want a glass with that too, or? Sure. Yeah. Any guys need anything else? Or? I'm good, thank you. Good. Yeah, and I can take the menu. Thank you. So, <coughs> now look at. Let's look at this with like TV. Like um, the the writer that was famous for he made $42,000, but he didn't make $42,000 because now mind you, some of this is his own issue too that. Um, he has a manager, he has an agent, he has union dues, all that stuff. So, like, of the 42 uh, uh, that he was paid off the top, he has to pay out those guys. Mm -hmm. 
and then he has to pay California's taxes and New York taxes, uh, and they have to work out. I don't know how. I don't know how it works out with like the, between the two states. Well, I think it's like the, you think, I think it's that the you uh, operate out of California, but yep. you're doing business in New York. Yep. Uh, I know a lot of people who work in PA, but. Yeah, ju- yeah, I've never had that uh, issue before, so I can't speak on that. However, tell you what, like the the diet orange uh, soda that Stewart's has, not that one, but like if you can find it, it is so damn good. Really? Yes. The like because uh, it's more it's easier to find the diet root beer Stewart's as opposed to the diet orange, but still, oh my god, it's like. Uh, I don't know what the hell they're using it. That's gonna like have me to like uh, shrink two sizes, but uh, like just like whatever like it's like whatever is in there is like so good it's worth your spine just compressing. Okay, so the so with the writer strike, um, like the guy was talking about like. if if they if the writers just got paid two percent of what Hollywood makes, that's all they're asking for, which it doesn't sound like a lot, but that's a lot. No, it sounds like an, an absurd amount. It's I don't know, but it's like, uh, but then there's always somebody. Whenever you talk money, there's always the those better be some fucking good writers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, do you remember South Park covering the last writer strike? Canada on strike. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think I saw that one. Okay. I did see one where they had ChatGPT write the episode. I'm curious how that went because <clears throat> they had the kids ask it for homework questions, yeah. and they had somebody else ask it for other <clears throat> stuff, and it's just this cavalcade of going up the line. Yeah. And then it all comes crashing down when the kids are like, "Oh no, they're gonna find out that we." to do our homework mm-hmm. and like it just kind of cascades up, up, up the line again was it an entertaining episode because I'm curious like well the, they, at the end of the episode they're trying to figure out how to solve this issue yeah. and they're like wait let's ask ChatGPT how to solve this issue mm-hmm. and the rest of the, ep- and the the end of the episode was written by ChatGPT verbatim how was it well, because here's what here's what I'll say about like AI uh, like um, bots right now or services tools. It, um, it, the I've been doing like Midjourney stuff and ChatGPT stuff, and I'm trying to find video editor ones that I, that I know they exist. Canva is Canva. Canva Canva's one of them, but it's it, it's not as. Uh, Canva is sort of like a um, like like uh, my free tools I think or uh, is or like that. but it's like it's similar where you can like easy stuff is easy like yeah. remove the background okay it's uh, like uh, remove this okay it's like five second chunks right there's a, one that I'm waiting for which will be great is you take two images so let's say. I have my for the listening audience. Uh, imagine your arm at uh, at an angle, and then imagine it straight out. If you have two separate photos, which are like the keyframe animation points, the AI will fill in um, the in between and animate the the movement of which interpolation. That yeah, that's the that's the word for it. So 
look for that. There's, I saw one years ago that it was in the test phases where it was just like they took a photo and through uh, the AI tool, they just like uh, recreated the moments leading up to it. It's like they made the, like they took the Mona Lisa and made her face turn. So, um, I'm they, uh, they've had that for a while. People will do, oh, we upscaled your anime to 60 frames per second. Yeah. Blah, 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 and they all work terrible. Well, it's a lot of, you have to, because like. Um, the, 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 what I'm saying is not that it is a terrible program. What I'm saying is that. People, it's not there yet. No, no. People will just up say, oh, we put it through the interpolation thing and brought it up to 60 frames a second. This, the machine doesn't know what the hell it's doing. Yeah. It's not good. Yet. Yeah. So it's early on those. However, the um, uh, for the purpose of, um, like... I should also point out that any animation is designed to be the number of frames that it is. Yes. And changing that is, in, is usually not good. There's certain things that work at 60 frames per second. Video games? Yes, video games. Like, video games works. But um, animation is, is literally designed by whoever made it. Like, oh, well, we're going to make this on twos. So we're going we're, we're gonna to have to wear a jump. And you can interpret where that leads. But if the AI has to insert three frames in there. Yes. He's just going to make some shit up. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, it's, it's interesting because... Um, like IMAX, for example. Like, did you ever see the IMAX film? Like the the, the, the comparison of like, because IMAX, I believe, is 60 frames per second film. No, IMAX is just big. No, it's there's a difference. Um, the like the because like back when like film uh, for theaters was a thing. Now it's like everyone gets a hard drive, but uh, the actual film for IMAX um, is much longer. Uh, like in terms of frames per second, like I don't know if it's 60, but it's like uh, a difference. It's a, like the like the per second uh, that you have is like uh, interesting. Okay. But anyway, I've only ever gone to one IMAX, and it was like the a museum uh, IMAX, so yeah. the science museum, and it was more like a bubble. Yep. Uh, apparently, there's like 20 I'm actual actual IMAX theaters yeah. in the country. Mm -hmm. So if you've been to one, you're lucky. I, I, did. I went to I don't know if it was Liberty Science Center or it was it was some kind of science center that uh, had um, it was an underwater uh, ocean uh, video. And when I tell you, like, uh, like, like, uh, me now is disappointed in the way that film has gone because, like, like this is like 15, 20 years ago that this was coming out. Like, I want to say I was in either high school or um, uh, actually it was high school because that's how I know it was at the the in New York, the Palisades Mall, not the Palisades, but um, probably Palisades, maybe Palisades, but uh, I don't know if you think it's, it's something different. But it was like that mall that had like five levels, and there was a, the theater in there was on level four, not on the ground, and like the theater was just huge. And like uh, so, the the okay back to the writers. Sure. The you're always gonna have like somebody out there that's just really sucks at their job, but like uh -huh. like uh, it, it is what it is. But in terms of the last time there was a writer strike, 
they lost because here, here's what happens. They're broke. There's yeah. no way that they're going to... Well, I, mean, I remember the last writer's strike. A lot of people just started to get on without them. Mm-hmm. Well, think about it. Uh, I'm actually disappointed in the late night guys because... They just stopped. They just stopped. It's like, all right, wait. Who was watching them anyway? Well, uh, Jay Leno during the writer's strike the last time, uh, and I think it was Letterman too, uh, they both continued. Conan. Conan? Yeah. Uh, even Jon Stewart on The Daily Show was there. Um, like... So what happens is sitcoms shut down. I think improved during the writer's Yes. Strike. Yeah. Well, because here's what happens. Like, it became a singular vision. Like, I was enjoying Late Night. Yeah. Because it was Jay Leno as a comedian, like, waking up in the middle of uh, the night, waking his wife up. He's like, hey, honey, is this funny for tomorrow? Like, and like, he got shit because they, they was like, that's writing. It's like... Well, the whole Late Night thing is, was kind of like... It boomed under Jay Leno because... I forget who said it, but they, they gave advice to Jay. Like, how do I get better at being a comedian? It's like, go on every night. Yeah. And then he didn't stop. Mm-hmm. And he's like, man, when you get to the showtime, you're sp- you're not supposed to be going on every night. Yeah. But he did. Mm-hmm. And thus we have late night. So, uh, the so the the way the writer strike broke down the last time, uh, which Canada on strike is the episode uh, for South Park. Go check I that. Might have seen that one. It's a not, it's not the most famous one, but like like it, it's just like like it positioned the Canadians as the Writers Guild. Yeah. And uh, just like yeah, everything that happened. And plus, it's very interesting because I would imagine Trey and Matt are in the Writers Guild. Uh, are they? I don't know. I don't know if you get superseded because I think you would like if they're in the Producers Guild. Like, like if you're writing for your own show. Yeah. Does that? And plus, like, uh, is Jay Leno in the Writers Guild? Maybe. But like uh, like Tina Fey for example like she had uh, Thirty Rock at the yeah. time, and she had to be on set as the showrunner for all the episodes that they had written. Mm-hmm. However, what they didn't have was new episodes past a certain point, so she could not write anything other than to execute the as written scripts that they had. Mm-hmm. So, I, like I was plus we didn't have social media like the way we do now at the time. What year was the last Raider Strike? 2005, I think. Or... That seems way too long ago. I know it was... Uh, or maybe 2012. Look it up. Uh, 12 seems more likely. Well, I feel, yeah, but I feel like... Because uh, it happened when I think... I think it was in either high school or college at the time. Yeah, so let's look into it. I love having a work phone where I could just, like, check things... Uh, on my personal phone. Wow, 2007. Okay. So that, that's like a year before Instagram uh, launches. That's a year before Twitter launches. Uh, like Facebook, I think, is like a thing at... Facebook uh, like, was a the, the, Like in the Winklevoss twins eye at the moment. I mean, so... Uh, maybe, maybe not. Well, anyway, so... Four channels around. Yes. <laughs> God bless the internet. I haven't been on there in a while. I kind of slunk back, not to 4chan proper, but mm-hmm. to like, um, I look at the AI art threads, okay. and I, I pick up tips and whatnot, and post 
How's it coming with the Zable Diffusion? You said that you were trying to pick that up. Well, I want to get auto uh, automatic one 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 one, which is a fork of Zable Diffusion. Okay. <clears throat> I just haven't yet, and the last time I tried to use Zable Diffusion, the one that I had, yeah, um, I tried to change a thing to make the RAM faster. Yeah. Not to make the RAM faster, but to make it, it to, process to, to, faster. Well, to make it work for your... Didn't you have, like, a specific... Oh, I did all that. I okay. got it working. Okay. But then I tried to make it uh, utilize more RAM, mm -hmm. and now it just doesn't work. Ooh, okay. I undid exactly what I did. I highlighted the portion that I added, and I hit delete. And it still doesn't work? It still doesn't work. So now I'm just going to go by auto one on one it's like it's like one. Is there a way that you could just like factory reset it or factory reset a, a Git Bash program that run on Python? No. I have no idea. No, you tell I me. can't. Like, uh, you have to, I would have to reinstall it, and I don't want to reinstall that one. I want to reinstall. I want to install a new one. Okay. Okay. Here you go. When you guys need anything else. Uh, nope. I'm good. But uh, what I have been fucking around with is GPT-4. Uh-huh. Just ask it stupid questions. Uh, I almost want to ask it one day, so how does the robot revolution take place? I can I can guarantee I know what it's going to say. I, I think I know it too, but at the same time, though, I like I, like, I would love to see what um, like GPT-4 in its less restricted phase would be like, oh yeah, we're going to tell you right now, motherfucker. So, hopefully, ChatGPT is 3.5. Yep. I got the subscription, and thus I can use 4. Eventually, they'll roll out the um, web browsing plugins, mm -hmm. and then I will have internet, <clears throat> internet unleashed. I've been thinking about this all day. It's so worth it. Mm. Finding a place with a good Cuban sandwich is not difficult, but not so good. Well, anyway. I was actually asking this uh, GPT-4 some stuff today. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, some of my friends started rewatching Rome. That's it. I remember that show being good, but not necessarily something I got into. Uh, I think it suffered from the writer's strike. Uh, or budget. One of the two, I don't remember. I would imagine it both. It suffered from something. Well, but HBO doesn't... HBO's not gun-shy about spending big, but... Uh, not anymore. But on Rome, Rome kind of broke the budget. Because they overspent. Uh. I can believe that, if, yeah. like knowing how many sets they would have to build on a consistent basis. Yeah. Especially when all you have is word of mouth. Like, like Rome was like early two thousands, if I'm not mistaken. Well, it was around the same time as Sopranos. And Sopranos, like, was just like a cultural zeitgeist, because mm -hmm. that's what you had to rely on. Like, that's what going viral meant. Like, radio stations, uh, TV shows. Uh, newspapers. Everybody was talking about the same thing. Before the internet uh, like offered like 
like different outlets for like people to talk about different things. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you got all of the, all of the cylinders firing on one thing, it was a huge uh, accomplishment. I don't think Rome ever got that the way the Sopranos did. No. Even the Wire like was had like a hardcore contingent of people that like liked it, mm-hmm. but like it was nowhere near as uh, like I want to say like Sopranos. Um, Friends, uh, Seinfeld, all those got the, the talking points. Well, they were in prime time. Oh, that, and they also, they were, like, Friends, Friends had the advantage that it didn't um, uh, have a paywall to it. HBO did. Well, shows that you put on prime time have the benefit of being seen by everybody. But you put your best shows on prime time, so that the uh, steamrolls everything. You guys need refills or anything? Uh, I'm good for now. Water. Thanks. So, all right. Before I forget, Writer's Strike, 2007. The the studio is one. Okay. So, uh, reality TV was like not, not a new thing, but in terms of because um, like reality TV was around since the early nineties, but two thousand seven, like they were in, it was part of the negotiations. I remember that boomed during the writers' strike. Now that was one of the things that it was famous for. Yeah. Well, guess what? The, like reality TV didn't they. The writers don't count as writers because of that strike. So, um, Harlan Ellison, you familiar with his work at all? I think you, co- I think you, you say his name a lot. You're thinking of Warren Ellis, but because uh, uh, like maybe, Har- so maybe I hear it somewhere. All right, Harlan Ellison, just to give you an idea of what kind of dude the guy was. He was a writer, mm-hmm. and uh, he spoke his mind, which I respect. However, I didn't always agree with him, and I also like. You know when some people like have fun with their salt and like some people are just crusty? Mm-hmm. Like he was just crusty sometimes. Uh, so uh, he wrote a story that had um, like people going back in, uh, to the past to change the future or whatever. So uh, the Terminator comes out, the first one, mm-hmm. and he's like, they ripped off my thing. Mm-hmm. Like so, someone goes for, uh, to the past from the future and to save the day or whatever and Uh that was the core thing that was similar but it wasn't um like uh like sarah connor must kill sarah connor all that stuff and like some of the other things too like um like uh one of his stories is like uh how can you scream if you don't have a mouth which the matrix referenced in the first movie Mm -hmm. like that uh but uh i mean i i have no mouth but i'm a scream uh, that, that, that might be the story but the uh, so uh, anyway Harlan Ellison sues uh, the Terminator uh, producers everybody wins the case takes out a full page in the LA Times saying that he won the case because they stole from his uh, thing mm-hmm. and they, okay that's kind of fun or whatever but uh, I'm, I'm sure if it was a, like a meme or something I think it would have been a little bit funnier but like the just like like little things like that. Uh, uh, do you remember the the Justin Timberlake uh, in time movie? Butterfly effect? No, that's Ashton Kutcher. But uh, 
Like Justin Timberlake is a guy that uh, meets this really rich dude, but instead of money, everybody has time. Mm. Time is currency. I remember this. So, had Olivia Wilde in it. Yeah. Well, same thing. It's like, oh, they're stealing my story concept. I had a, like a Mr. TikTok uh, guy or whatever. It's like uh, takes away time as punishment for people being bad. It, like that was his story, and I'm like butchering like the the premise of it. Okay, it doesn't sound the same. It, uh, it was different enough, I think, but he still won the case. Okay. Because, like, how do you prove that they didn't steal uh, from me? Well, I mean, you probably had to prove a lot more than that because 10% difference is, copy, is you know, legal copyright. Uh huh. Well. Either way, uh, he. Everyone had like a line or two from his book. I don't, I don't, I don't, mm, short story, I don't know, I don't know what the cutoff is. Well, I mean, if he can, if he, if he can prove that they stole something whole cloth, mm -hmm. then they can sue for that. Couldn't tell you. Uh, I would, I'm not, in a, I know the story, I don't know the, the, the details. Mm -hmm. So anyway, he was furious. He was like one of the few guys that was like, actually saying out loud how the Writers Guild fucked up the negotiations and all that. And, like, right now, because here's another thing, too, that they don't talk about. All the studios own the scripts to the old TV shows. Okay. They don't need any more scripts. In fact, I would love to see, uh, like, an old Norman Lear show. Like, they just redo All in the Family. Like, as is. They can't change it. They can't rewrite anything. They're just going to use the old scripts. Like, they could do that if they wanted to. I like, suppose. Like, if they wanted to do I Love Lucy, they could do I Love Lucy. And plus, knowing what it costs to make the original I Love Lucy, I'm willing to bet. Like, like as is, like, those scripts, some of them are still going to hold up a little bit here and there. They could just do a whole season of I Love Lucy. And... Like, uh, I've heard, like, a lot of different demands. I don't know what's, like, real and what's, like, on the internet. Like, just being... Because, you know, there's some troll out there that's just throwing shit out there, too. Yeah. So, like, uh... To, I, we, as much as I watched a ton of I Love Lucy when I was younger, because mm -hmm. of Nick at Night, uh -huh. I'm pretty sure it wouldn't be monetarily successful. Mm, we, we always forget, like... Like networks aren't in the the business of like putting on shows. The shows are to get views, so that when those shows have advertisements attached to them, like um, I forget, I think it might have been uh, uh, um, uh, Thirty Rock that said uh, we're in the light bulb selling business. People, I think that was like a Alec Baldwin, Jack Donaghy quote. Sounds like it. Like like that's all TV is. Like, like every well no TV is you getting eyes on the TV so that ads can play mm -hmm. the more ads that play the better the more eyes you can keep on those ads the mm -hmm. better yeah nobody watches network TV well maybe I don't know if this is the case like uh, I know with cable this is true um, the majority of the money isn't made on advertising that's like how a show lives and dies. 
like, but the amount, the total views that they get, um, the the package, uh, the packaging of it, like the, the the network bundle or what have you, the bundling part of you mean cable, like the cable plan. Yeah, so like, uh, uh, like that's how um, someone was explaining that like CNN, Fox News, all them, like if they were to cancel all their programming tomorrow, they would take a hit. Like in making new stuff, but mm-hmm. it wouldn't be the hit you think it is, because the majority of their money. Now, this is where they. This is where it comes into play, though. Mm-hmm. When people start cutting it because it's not like they, they don't watch the show anymore. Why, why are we going to pay for something we don't watch? Right. Or um, when the views are so down from people not watching it, it's like they cut cut it out. Or the, they, they, like this is this is the slow death of television. Mm-hmm. And it starts with the antenna. Mm-hmm. What I described is antenna. Yeah. Because people get their, their, their people just buy a, a, a pair of rabbit ears, mm-hmm. stick it on their TV that they all are also bought, mm-hmm. and they're getting free TV over the airwaves. Yep. And you have satellite and cable, I don't know which one for probably cable. Uh, and you have to now pay for your TV mm-hmm. and get ads. Yep. So they make money from people subscription to cable on top of that. Yep. Now, people don't give two fucks about cable. Yep. In fact, I think more people are uh, more people are getting going back to antenna mm-hmm. than they are keeping cable or even getting a new cable. Yep. I can't even imagine ordering cable today. Eventually, like I can't do it for the foreseeable future, but if I do get my own place. I'm not doing cable, I'm not doing satellite, I'm doing an antenna, I'm doing internet. Which, by the way... I don't even get antenna. Just get internet? Yeah. I would rather, like, because let's say, for whatever reason, like, I live in a couple areas that are uh, bad reception, Uh like, uh, cell phone-wise. Sure. So, but antenna, no problem, for whatever reason. So it's like well, the same reason why I would have a landline. It's the wait. Never mind. I was gonna say my landline is Discord. <laughs> <laughs> but um, your cell cell towers and antenna uh, TV towers are not the same thing. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Um, but now when you have with, with the streaming services. This whole kerfuffle. Mm-hmm. That's where I think the majority of the fight is, because well, yeah, streaming streaming services are at the same time the future, but not long for this world. Well, so they're they're the, the the near future, because I think what's going to happen they're going to they're going to merge is what's going to happen. I think what's gonna happen is they're all gonna get bundled like cable. Maybe that's nobody's what you're gonna nobody's gonna get nobody's gonna buy them. But we are already seeing some merge, like Paramount and um, Peacock. Peacock, they merged. I think so. Maybe I'm not quite sure. I know Paramount merged with somebody. Peacock. But it was also the Viacom thing of. Uh, but the uh, okay, so 
what's interesting to me is like uh, everyone's like, oh, it's dying, it's gonna die, it's gonna die. What is everything? Like all media is gonna die. Um. Yes, but not soon. But here's what here's what my thing though is. Uh, you mean like big media? Yes. Yeah. So. It, I think everyone's getting a real hard lesson in uh, economics and what is feasible, what is not, mm-hmm. and w- w- what the market is. So, uh, newspaper. Everyone's always going to say, newspaper is dying, newspaper is dying. I would imagine that a local newspaper is cheap and affordable enough that if everybody in the local town supports it, or in the, in the area. I think the local newspaper is the only feasible newspaper. Yeah. Which, I'm not saying it's going to be like a giant, uh, uh, like, like, like 16 sections where, like, culture, sports, comics, or whatever, syndication, and all that. And it was the last piece of bacon, too. No. It's like, did it land on your lap or did it hit the floor? It's my foot. Oh, worst part, too. I, I could justify that uh, the floor exactly has been cleaned. Where it is too. Yeah, but no, that, I know, I know what you mean. Here, you want to try this, uh, this right here? No, I'm gonna try to finish these fries because I'm so full. Okay, so the I don't know how they're gonna do it, like get residuals on streaming. They sign a licensing deal. I know they signed a licensing deal, but like, who gets like what out of what? I don't know. It depends on what you're talking about. Like, let's say uh, they make it. They, the writers make a show, goes to network or cable. I see. And that cable show get like it airs. It gets whatever it does. It doesn't go into syndication, or maybe it does, but it gets sent to a streaming service. Like, Are we still talking about Isle of Lucy? No. Okay. I'm talking about, like, what's, like um, a couple comedians I follow. They were on a show a few years ago called I'm Dying Up Here. Mm-hmm. History of the comic, Comedy Store sort of deal. Uh, everybody liked it, but it only had two seasons. It ended up on either Netflix or Prime or whatever. Mm-hmm. And as actors, like, if, if your show that you're in plays in another place or whatever... Uh, you get uh, a fee for it or a percentage or whatever it is. Well, it turns out that their fee or percentage is two cents, eight cents. And they're like, uh, how are we supposed to buy eggs on uh, eight cents uh, every other uh, couple months? Like, for, like, but I can understand, like, it's like, like that, because, like, streaming is new enough that uh, the, the strike is sort of like, all right, for going forward, we're changing the way we're doing things. Well, one of the, one of the things that cha- is, uh, streaming changed is that you're no longer going for eyes on the screen. Uh-huh. You're going for people maintaining their subscriptions. Yep. And that is a completely different can of worms. Yes. You have to have a constant flow of content that's worth them keeping it up. Mm-hmm. Not even that it's worth them keeping up, it's that it's potentially worth them keeping it up. Yeah. Instead of the people who just sub for a week because mm-hmm. they want to watch something and then cancel. Not to mention all the people who use other people's 
uh, accounts. Which Netflix, like, it was like, hey guys, we're cracking down on that, and everyone was like, fuck you. Netflix is gonna die in the next couple of years, probably. It, yes and no. Uh, I, can, I can see them getting bought out by somebody. So their investors are drying up. And when your investors start drying up, your other investors also start drying up yep. because they're following the other investors. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> With no investors, they have very little money because they were pretty cheap when it came to sub- the subscription costs. Now they don't have any of the shows that they started with mm-hmm. because they all got taken back and didn't get the licensing back. And most of their new things suck. So they're going to start losing people because people are now, oh, why do I have Netflix? Uh, if I want to watch the Marvel movies, i got to get the Disney Plus. Well, here was, here was my question, though. Did you ever hear the story of uh, uh, House of Cards? I know of House of Cards. Okay, so it was a British show. A, like, well, there's a British version that, oh. that preceded the American version. Okay. However, Netflix looked at all the data from all the DVDs that they were mailing to everybody. Uh-huh. Said, oh, these people really uh, enjoy Kevin Spacey as an actor. People really enjoy David Fincher movies. <coughs> like, why don't we put these two together and we have this House of Cards show and so David Fincher directs uh, Kevin Spacey in uh, what was one of their flagships. That's the other thing too. Like, Creatively, you're going to have ebbs and flows. But right now, they are throwing so much shit at the wall that uh, they're seeing what sticks. But here's the problem, though. Any fantasy show on Netflix that has a budget, so it's like, oh, that's too expensive for the amount of people that's watching it. Mm -hmm. But here's the problem with all those shows. It takes three years. Any show that was ever on sci-fi, first people that watched it, oh, this is nice. They told the friends. Second season, oh, numbers are, like, a little dwindling. But then the third season, like, that's when it explodes because that's when enough people are watching it and enough people, like, uh, talked about it. It's been in the cycle long enough that um, it's like, um, uh, uh, I don't know if it's like a a standard model of growth or like exponential model of growth where it's like, uh, you know, like Y equals MX plus B. Oh, it's exponential growth, yeah. Like, you know that line where it's like it goes straight up or whatever? Yeah, exponential growth. Yeah, well, once it hits season three, that's yeah. usually when you see that exponential growth to wherever it gets to. Yeah. You guys going to need anything else? Uh, I'm good. I'm good for now. Can I just get one more water, please? Yeah. Right, thank you. So, the problem with your analogy is that exponential growth is like an angle. Mm-hmm. It goes straight up. Mm-hmm. Uh, which you're talking about is like a bump. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not a. It's not. A, it's not an easy formula. Well, I knew you were a math major. I expected you to correct me. So <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. But the. So. Like you know, a heart monitor that goes up and down and back up. Yep. The down line mm-hmm. is an error. It's not supposed to do that. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to just go up like that and then start back to the bottom, go up and back up. Mm-hmm. Um. It's a more of a, a previous. Is that because thing. it's going to zero or because it's contracting? I'm trying to think of. No, because it was literally an error in the pro, in the programming of the, of the monitor. Well, what would it normally look like if, it, if there was no error? 
So, okay, you know the, how it goes up and down and up and down? Mm-hmm. Just up. And then the line next to it going up. And then the line next to it going up. There's no down line. The down line is the error. Mm-hmm. Is that the most fortunate error of all time? Because I feel like that's just... Like, for enable... For, in order for you to read the differences between the, the strength of, like, each beat or something, because isn't that what the, the monitor is? Because, like, you can tell whether it's, like, like spiking or... Yeah, you can still do that. It's the width. Ah, okay, okay. Well, I, I thought it was like... The line is literally just straight down. I know it's straight down because that's... It, t- it tells you nothing. Yeah, but I was I was under the impression that it was just like a... Um, like, a, like it's... I didn't know it was an error, so I thought it was just like it resets to zero. It does. The error is that you can see it. So, um, so I think the th- funniest thing about the writer's strike is their all their stipulations about AI. Mm-hmm. They're really afraid of people using AI. Do you think they were using AI? I don't think they're smart enough to use AI. It's pretty easy. It is pretty easy, but it takes a lot of work, and I don't think there's a like, like some people are uh, working that hard. To be honest with you. I don't know. I think that there was a lot. You look at some some TV shows; they seem kind of procedurally generated. May I offer a counter uh, perspective on this one? Mm. So my my point is that they they're so afraid of people using AI. Maybe they know it works. With uh, procedural shows. Well, we've had procedural shows forever, but... That, that's why. Yeah. I have a feeling that the person that was writing the, the hot new thing in 1981, I'm pretty sure, like, that person is still writing the new shows. Because all it is, is, like, uh... Imagine if we were kids playing pretend, and we were playing cops and robbers. That, that's pretty much what a lot of TV show cops now are. Well, yeah, but that just goes back to your basic stories. I know basic stories. That we've story. had forever. Mm-hmm. There's only so many basic stories. I, there's that, and it's also, it's like, uh, I don't know if it's like some studio exec that was the 1980 writer or something, but I don't think there's any like studio exec that had a writing background, uh, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, now this is me just talking out of my ass, but the... It's just like the between standards and practices and just laziness. Uh-huh. Like I feel like uh, there's the 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 ten ten eighty split in writers' rooms. Okay. Where it's like ten percent of the people there are really really good at what they do, and then there's ten percent there that are so goddamn horribly bad at what they do, but somehow they they they're always there, and then eighty percent. It's just like, okay, we can do the work. And, uh, like, the, uh, I know that, like, in order to have a career, you kind of have to have, like, a champion system set up where it's like someone's really good at what they do and they either get put on or they get, uh, work under, uh, somebody else. And then, like, they get, they rise to fame or whatever. That person gets involved, they, they travel over to the next big thing. And then uh, it's like how um, uh, with um, like 
kind of see it in action with like uh, it's, a, it's sort of the crony system, where it's like uh, like people that you're friends with uh, get jobs, and like you look at like Kevin Smith, or you look at like um, remember the show um, Heroes and Lost? And then, was it Lost? Was it Lost then Heroes? Yeah. So because I think uh, Damien, um, the guy who created Heroes, was a writer on Lost. Or something like that. Uh, I, I don't know uh, exactly. Well, Lost and them were going at the same time. It, mm, yes, but that's Lost, another thing that happened with the, the writers' strike. It killed. It killed Hero. Well, it killed. Um, actually, it helped one show. Lost. Breaking Bad. Oh. Breaking Bad uh, was in the middle of season one, so it got like eight episodes, mm-hmm. and writers' strike happens. And all it is is eight episodes, but it's it's like it, like season one ends on this one really low note, like not really anything particular, and then but it comes back, and then um, I it was good before because that's the other thing too, like uh, for all like the shitty writers out there, showrunners, like uh, if you're a shitty showrunner or it, like it's let's say the of the triangle we were talking about like where it's like good fast and cheap mm-hmm. like uh if you're on the the, the fast side uh and you're not a part on the good uh, part of the triangle if you're fast and cheap uh you get shows like um uh iron fist like uh scott buck uh is the one showrunner that it's like how does it i know exactly how the guy gets to work he is really good at what he does, bringing shows in quickly and getting them done. Uh, I would love to see what he does when he actually has time on his hands, but he had uh, two of the three most reviled seasons of TV I've ever heard of. Like, he was in charge of Dexter when, like, when it really went bad, like at the end of the original run, mm-hmm. uh, Iron Fist, and, uh, but at the same time, though, didn't Dexter come back and suck? Yep. Okay. It, it, it sucked after the half the halfway point of the of the comeback. It's like it had promise, and then it's like, Ugh. like it was one of those. But mm-hmm. uh, and then we're back. <clears throat> okay, so I'm I'm looking at the Wikipedia for the writers' strike from 2007, uh-huh. and it. So much is so similar. Like some some of the rhetoric is so similar. Well, it's probably similar every time. It's similar every time because the problem is always going to exist. Writers feel like uh, South Park just to give you the. So Canada uh, feels underappreciated. So right, <laughs> Canadians go on strike, uh-huh. and everyone's basically like, okay, and then uh, uh, get, get, we get the the famous. Uh, I'm not your guy, buddy. He's like, oh, yeah. I'm not your uh, buddy, pal. I'm not your He's pal, friend. Yep. Oh, is this for both of us? Yep. Okay. What's it coming? Yeah. 25. I don't know how much the fries are. The fries, I think, were like, like 9 or 10 or something. Mine was like 12. <laughs> well, um, your, well, your thing plus your soda is probably the same as mine. So. That's probably true. So, tell you what, uh, you have Venmo or whatever? Gazelle. Tell you what, uh, I'll pay for it, you find a way to pay me back. I will. Gazelle. It's a part of the bank. Most people Who trusts their bank? 
So anyway, uh, the so I think we've talked around in circles on the on the writers that we keep talking about the same couple subjects. Well, so. it, before we cap it, let's let's put it this: 2007. It was three months. It was hundred days. It was well. It was uh, uh, November, December, January, February. Ah, uh, it was listed as a hundred days when I looked it up. Yeah. So, uh, and then it didn't go into effect until three years later because the um, uh, and it was torn apart by by certain people. Mm. Uh, do you think this one lasts longer, or I think they have less leverage now than ever. Okay. Because the only thing that came out of the last one was that, like, if a streaming service has a platform of a certain um, size, which, by the way... They they have less leverage now than ever, and their demands are more insane than ever. Yeah. Well, here's what I'm going to say. Because, um, like, the, the, the one argument I was seeing before was, is, like, if we just... If writers just got what, like, some of these uh, studio CEOs are making, like... Like, like, all of writers divided got what the studio... It was like, uh... First of all, not to be anti-labor or anything like that, but you do realize that, like, he's in charge of so much things, you're in charge of one little thing at a time. Like, like not necessarily the, uh... The CEO is put in a position and paid a lot because mm-hmm. they are managing lots of money. Yep. So that if, if, they're, if they suck... I was telling this kid that I, I, I work with sometimes, I was telling him, you get paid for your headaches. There's no way you have as many headaches. There's no way that, well, maybe if all 12,000 writers uh, have an equivalent amount of like the 26 or 33, whatever uh, studio CEO's headaches are worth, maybe there's a, con- a conversation there, but I don't think that is. So, uh, they writers throw themselves at Hollywood. Mm-hmm. That makes writers worthless in yeah. Hollywood. Yep. It's as simple as that. Supply and demand. Yeah. Yes. They don't know what good writing is and they're dying. Uh, not the writers don't know. The people who hire the writers don't know what good writing is. Well, I'll even go a uh, uh, step further. Like, there's always somebody that throws it, let, let's say you have two competent writers writing a project, like, let's say you have good writers, like, let's say that, like, let's say, let's be generous, half of them are good, half of them are bad. If you have two good ones, you have to deal with, hopefully, uh, the budget is there, the people in charge share a vision, it's like, oh, this is pretty good on the page, let's do it. Uh, and then, hopefully, there's not an executive out there that's just like, well, what about this? Because like film is such a collaborative process like I passed by uh, RuPaul's Drag Race in Jersey City the other day okay the only reason why I say that is because there's two drag queens in front of the camera and that is the only drag queen show I am aware of Uh, so uh, like the amount of people it takes to like just get like whatever little bit of content that was like there was three trucks there was trailers there was like a makeshift tent that I'm assuming was the changing room uh, for everybody, and I'm surprised they got those drag queens in that small of a thing because it was tiny. Like it was a tiny curtain. As like, and like I think the with hair and everything and boots, they were uh, like two feet taller than the actual room they were getting it changed in. Uh, so uh, either, but so what I'm saying though is 
it is such a collaborative process from conception to execution to uh, finished product. And then, hopefully, God willing, they market it correctly so that people show up. Mm -hmm. Because how many times have you gone to a trailer and it's just like... Uh, you go watch the movie. It's like, oh, I just watched the trailer like six months well, ago. Well, the trailer right? house makes the trailer, not the production. I know, but like in terms of the people in charge of shepherding this movie, like at the studio level, mm -hmm. it's like, all right, we're gonna have a trailer that doesn't reveal too much. And which I feel like there's trailers aren't. That's not what trailers are for anymore. Trailers are just supposed to get you to go buy a ticket. And if they have to show you every good joke in the movie because they all suck then they'll do it yes. anything that gets you to purchase a ticket if you purchase a ticket trailer house has done its job but that's what sucks though uh, yeah that's why I don't watch trailers I, I don't watch them either like uh, I, it's not that I refuse to it's just that like, unless I'm like in the movie theater I don't go out of my way to watch trailers yeah, yeah. Cause like the other thing too is I want I, I don't want to look at my cell phone for trailers. But anyway, so uh, speaking of, of trailers, uh, let's move along a little bit. Have you heard of seven six five eight seven four regeneration? No. I'm gonna show you a video. I'm not gonna tell you what it is. Probably good enough. Right. Okay, I'm just gonna narrate it for people that uh, want to follow along. Okay, so we're in the jungle, we're in the woods. We're looking at a leaf. Alright, now we are uh, further away. We're definitely in the woods of something, a marsh, we're in a forest, a stream. Okay. Alright, there's a flying ship. I feel like this was the trailer for uh, 65 uh, million or something with uh, uh, not Adam Brody, but what's his name? Uh, Driver. Adam Driver, Kylo Ren. Okay. So is this a fan-made Star Wars movie or, or is this? Definitely getting it. It's definitely sci-fi. Is that the Enterprise? Okay. So. Is this one of those AI movies that like just like people got together and uh, made something or Okay, that's Star Command. Starfleet, whatever. Is this a fan made Star Wars Star uh, Star Trek movie? Okay. Someone's really proud of all their drone shots. And Leonard Nimoy is back from the dead. <laughs> is this Spock's like lost year between like the, the movie and uh, two and three? Seven six five eight seven four. Seventy six fifty eight seventy four? Yeah. Okay. So that is just called 
765874 regeneration. Mm-hmm. What does regeneration sound like? Uh, regeneration? Yeah. Star Trek Generations? Yeah. Uh, like regenerated? What happens at the end of Star Trek Generations? Um. Damn it, somebody dies or something. Kirk dies. Okay, so what are they gonna do? Just like bring back all the dead Star Trek people? Where was this trailer taking place? Mm. Offhand, I don't know. In Generations, they crash the Enterprise, mm-hmm. they bring Kirk there to fight a guy, and then they leave his body there buried under rocks. Mm-hmm. It's the worst fucking Star Trek movie. It's the first Plinkett review. Is that the worst in the Whales one? No. Okay, alright. That one's great. The one where they have to save the whales? Yes. That's a great I one. I love that movie. That, for the right reasons or for, like, uh... It's, that's the journey home. Okay, alright. Anyway, Star Trek Generations is such a piss-poor, like... They bring back Kirk to fist fight a man. Is that uh, the one with uh, Picard in in it as well? No, it's a TNG movie. Mm -hmm. That's the the Enterprise D. Okay. When they they, they separate from the the base, because they can do that, and they just never fucking do it. Mm -hmm. And they have uh, Diana Troy pilot. You know who the bad guy was in that one? Uh, I don't remember his name. Tom Hardy? If, if it's the one I'm thinking of, he had white hair. No, it's I think it's very different. old. No, different. But yeah. no, Tom Hardy was in the one that had Kirk and uh, Picard in it together. Well, that's the only one. Uh, are you sure? Yes, it's the first time they meet, and then he dies. Or maybe I'm thinking of Nemesis. Probably. Yes. Okay. He, Tom young Hardy, Tom Hardy. Young the, Tom Hardy plays uh, the, uh, the clone of, of uh, uh, Picard. Yep. Yeah. 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 There's no Kirk in that movie. It's also a bad one. <sighs> Most of the Generations movies are bad, if mm-hmm. not all of them. But, uh, no, that's the... Plet- where they fought. Mm-hmm. It's, that's Kirk's... Oh, Robot Uprising. This is how it starts. We're gonna play I your music. Something. There we go. Anyway, that's that's the planet. That's Kirk's grave. He picked up the little. That's the the movie com badge that mm-hmm. Kirk has. Yeah. He's I mean, like the the, the, the the bomber jacket looking. Yep. Uniforms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So who made that? I have no idea. It's a mystery. Well, they did a hell of a job. It's fantastic. Between because uh, they, I think they used. It's, it's either fan made. Or it's definitely fan made. Or it's like a stealth kind of studio thing where they're just gauging interests. I don't think they're that good. You, I yeah, I agree. It could still be though. Like just like, but like, God bless them. Like, whose channel did that originate on? It just, didn't. Somebody just emailed it to Chris Gore, and Chris Gore showed Friday Night Tights, and that's how I found out about it. Okay. It was like two weeks ago now. Interesting. Right. Yeah. Well, the, okay. My phone's about to die, so let's do like a quick uh, um, hit, hit some topics. Like, like rapid there was fire a uh, there was a hilarious tweet. Paramount Animation, Hasbro, and E One, like E and then the yeah. word one. Mm-hmm. 
uh, are teaming up on the first ever animated Transformers movie. That is the tweet. First ever trans animated Transformers movie. Even the live action movies are more like uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit than uh, like live action. Yeah, I just I just copy and pasted the entire tweet into here because it's so dumb. All right, go now. It's Gotham Knights. Um, I don't really have a lot to say about Gotham Knights. I just didn't remove it from the list. It's pretty people with problems set in Gotham. It's somehow worse than Batwoman, it's, even though it's the same people. It's it's worse, but it's a little bit better. No. For me, because uh, I have zero expectation of this show. Um, it's All it's doing is just like uh, letting people know, hey, these are actual characters and actual comic books. And it's like, I, I want to see what the Batman licensing deal looks like for these shows. Because it's like, we don't have access, we have Batman, but we don't have access to the Joker. We have access to the Court of Owls. But they don't have Batman. They don't have Batman, but they have. They can actually say Batman. Like they didn't have access to Batman. Like they couldn't you can say. Say the Riddler at one point. They probably did, but okay. they have Two Face, and I'm I'm a fan of Misha Collins. So uh, have they actually said Two Face, or are they just? They've said Two Face, but like it's it's not like it's uh it's not calling him Two Face. It's like saying, saying that he is Two Faced. Two Faced, exactly. Yeah. And it, like he's playing Harvey Dent with like yeah. uh, personality problems. Which is, he's Which, a very way, weird Harvey Dent. He is, but, like, my dad's been watching uh, Smallville, for, uh, like, all eight seasons or whatever for the past two months. Uh-huh. Like, he just, like, picks a, sh- uh, a season, starts it over again, and just watches it all the time. That's what he does. Mm-hmm. And that, to me, is probably the gold standard. That's plenty. Uh, I don't trust it past ten. That's fair. My phone so, will just kind of hemorrhage and die at 30% sometimes. Yeah. It's like, you've been doing what? It's 1%. Like, uh, so, but the, uh, in terms of, um, like, it's like, I watched Smallville, I watched uh-huh. Gotham, I watched, uh, um, there was an, there's one, back in the day it was called Birds of Prey. Like the movie? No. Birds of Prey, the TV show. If you ever get a chance, look it up. These shows have a little bit of flavor and, like, like uh, I'm not saying like survive on your own merit so much as it's like okay give me a reason to watch yeah like like right now it's Riverdale uh, but with uh, the, I heard the, Superman and Lois is pretty good it is but like I said it's one of those deals where uh, like give me a reason to watch mm. and. Like, I watched Lois and Clark uh, with uh, Dean Cain and Terry uh, Hatcher. Like, I think I might have seen an episode of that once upon a time. It's, it's just like, I, like, like, do I like the people that are playing the roles? Like, no one's annoying me? Like, it's like, okay. Like, uh, the possi- like let's see how they're going to interpret these characters here and there. But I, like I said, though, I want to see the agreements that these people make to, like, who can do what. Because I don't know if it's a budget thing. I don't know if it's a uh, you can you you can reference things, but you can't show them. We're at the point for writing yeah. where I'm just imagining the writers' room, and they're just kind of sitting there. They don't give. They they don't care. That's a bag on writers. Let's say one positive thing though. Was Supernatural the best written show we've got? Supernatural. I, God bless them. They, like they started with a problem every episode, and they figured out a way to fix it. It may not be the best way to fix it of all times, but God damn it! Like sometimes the way to fix it is to kill God. 
that's what they ended up coming to eventually. He's like, we need a bit, we need a bigger villain than the devil. God, yeah, that works. But uh, I just imagine the writers' room. They're sitting there, like, what can we get away with? Yeah, because the writing is so stupid. Yep. It's like, how do you how do you know how to spell and write this stupid? I, like I said, I have no idea. But all right, what's the next thing on there? Uh, I actually saw the Mario movie. Which one? The Mario movie. I, I saw it twice. I, I, I saw it with my dad, then mm-hmm. me and my dad took my niece to go see it. I liked want, it. Was it uh, the right amount of nostalgia to, uh, from our last conversation? Sure. Like, the whole movie is still nostalgia. Except for Brooklyn. It has all set. Yeah. I can take the plane out of one. So, uh, but no, I, I like the movie. Uh, I was surprised at how many times that they actually got away with saying uh, "dead," "die," and "kill." It's generally a thing. It's like a just a stricken word in, in children's. It was a, it was a kids movie, but it was a kids movie with a paper thin plot. But it was still like if you appreciate the animation, if the, you the term is family friendly. All ages. Yep. But like, it's not a kids movie. I, Blues Clues is a kid would be a kids movie. Yeah, but still, it's uh, it is in a family. It movie. felt like an adventure. Sure. That's because that's what I want from those kinds of movies. Because like uh, I know how it's gonna go, plot armor and all. But uh, there was, it, there was it, a ton of plot armor. But like it like like give me the professional wrestling element of. Like, I know how this is going to go. Like, I, I know that this that, that we're going to be here for the next three hours because it doesn't run past three hours no matter what. Uh, like, but, like, uh, like, give me, like, something to, like, enjoy. And, like, it was pretty good about that. Mm-hmm. Um, have you seen Air? Nope. Neither have I. Have you seen Tetris? Uh, no, because I don't have Apple TV. That... Well, neither have I. But I haven't seen neither. But the trailer looks great. I will say that though. I haven't I, seen I would, the trailer. I've only between the two trailers, I would I would much rather watch Tetris than Air. Uh, I haven't seen the trailers for Air, but I've only I've seen I've heard people talking about uh, Tetris, mm-hmm. and uh, I want to see Tetris. I want to see both of them, honestly. I've heard uh, Air was pretty good. Uh, have you seen Sisu? Uh, I've seen the trailer for it, and. I'm gonna skip that one until it's on either streaming or uh, until like what it, if it ends up on Netflix or Prime or something that then I'll check it out. I've heard it's very good. It probably is because it's a John Wick ripoff. It and it's just like like you know how like um, it's like it's the same people, the same stunt team. It's like uh, like uh, the stunt coordinator from that one. I think it's the director from, but it's not Chad Stilisky. I think he's a producer on it. Mm. So, but I, I could be wrong about that part. Uh, but the in, ter- uh, in terms of just like, okay, the, the first trailer is great. Like the, the tiny little YouTube ones suck because all it's it's, it's telling you about you like, the trailer trailer. The, yeah, the, the trailer trailer. 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 Yeah. So it's like <laughs> a, a guy discovers a gold a, a vein of gold, five hundred sixty four miles away from the nearest bank. So. It's World War II, so he has to cross Nazi-infested, and he comes across these young women that he has to save the day for, mm-hmm. and it turns out this guy is a Swedish killing machine, and just like, I think the dude playing him is the dude from uh, 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 the Resident Evil movies. I know he's been in other things, but he was also in Game of Thrones. 
if I'm not mistaken. Is who? The 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 dude, the the guy with the dog, the Swedish killing machine. No, 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 in Game of Thrones, who? Uh, he was the the disgraced knight. He was. Tyrion and Selmy. No. Uh, the other guy, the um, Jorah Mormont. Ah. Sir Jorah. Yeah, yeah, okay. I think it's that guy, but I'm not quite sure. I okay. could be wrong. I could see it. Okay. What's the next one? Uh, anime. Uh, I've watched, I started watching a couple new ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, one is Otaku Elf. It is about modern Japan. Yeah. Uh, if in the Sengoku era, I don't yeah. know. Is it an era? I think, I think that's I think in the seventies, is it? A long time ago, four hundred years ago. Oh, okay, I'm way off. No, no, I don't know when the, it, it, that's even a real era. I, I think it's an era. I think it's an era. I don't know if it's the right era. Okay. Four hundred years ago. Yeah. Um, they uh, some, several of the shrines yep. summoned elves. Okay. Spirits, I mm-hmm. guess. Yep. But they're elves. Mm-hmm. And uh, just move along history to today. <laughs> Not much changes, except now that the, 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 the shri- some shrines have elves. Like, what's the genre of a comedy or romance um, or harem or. Slice of life comedy. Okay, what's the next thing on the list? Well, hold on. The, the show is about uh, this Miko, mm-hmm. who has come of age recently, and so yep. now she has shrine duties. So yep. now she is the handler of. The, uh, the shrine elf. Yeah. Uh, at the pointy elf ear shrine. Mm-hmm. Um, and the elf is a complete hikikomori. Okay. And she's cute. She sends out spirits to go, like little little floaty spirit thing like um like um record of the Lotus Wars kind of little sp- yeah. spirit dots. Mm-hmm. Sa- uh, goes and it finds the Miko anywhere and goes Miko yo Miko yo. Yep. Bequeath unto me a Red Bull. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. I love it. What's the next one? Um, I just wrote Heavenly something or other. Is that the one that I was telling you about? Yes. Yes, it is. That's the one. Yeah, I started watching that. Uh, it's interesting. It's interesting? Moving on. It, ha- it, 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 it hasn't started <laughs> to suck yet, so... <laughs> I've uh, watched an episode. Okay. Uh, and Magical Girl Destroyers, which I've also watched an episode. Yeah. Magical Girl Destroyers is otaku have become, or no, weebs have become illegal. Mm-hmm. And the government is rounding them up for protection. Okay. Protection. Um, and uh, I don't know how, but somehow there are actual magical girls. Mm-hmm. And, and I got halfway through the first episode, and one of the girls is like, oh, I'm, I'm a magical girl, red. And it's, she's got a delusional. Okay. She jumps out of the ship, though. Like, yeah. she jumps out of a, a, a parachute plane without a parachute. Ooh, all right. And I'm like, okay, so she's dead? Mm-hmm. No, she's actually a magical girl. And I'm like, how did they lose? Because mm-hmm. they have, like, an actual Madoka-level walking nuke. And there were three of them. You know what? Uh, it's it's a it, it, the show is in, insane. It's very Gainax. Okay. It's definitely worth watching, mm-hmm. but its its goal is to confuse you. 
So, alright. I watched one thing this week that's new that I haven't discussed with you before. Mm-hmm. I finally found out that Hulu has the three Made in Abyss movies. Hmm. Did you watch the show or read the manga? I watched the first season on Prime. I have watched and seen none of it. Okay. Um, <laughs> it is probably the most complex show I could think of in the last five or ten years, just on an emotional level, because it has the... Um, like, you remember that episode of uh, Full Metal Alchemist? You know the one. The, like, uh, the... What was her name and her dog? Oh, okay. Imagine that. There's a lot of jokes for that with uh, Breath of the Wild, too. Okay, so imagine, but that episode of Full Metal Alchemist, yeah. imagine that on a regular basis. And you never know quite when it's going to hit you, but it's going to hit you. For Made in the Abyss? Yeah. I have. It's been a long time since the show started airing. And when it started airing, I was like, I might want to watch that sometime. It's a, it's a very good show. I have done an admirable job. Admirable job of not spoiling anything. Yeah. But not perfect. <laughs> yep, and then, but the, what's amazing though is, because like the, the, there's the three movies, the third one, it is not the recap of season one that the first two are. Okay. However, uh, it, it's a completely uh, like contained story that moves along the plot, and there's a season two out right now, I believe, that it's on something, I don't know what it's on, like I'm gonna like track it down eventually, maybe it's definitely there uh, but it's just like oh because like like I, I've had some like like sad ones mm-hmm. but this one just like oh but it's also thrilling and it's also action packed it's also uh, not your typical like ha ha like screaming at each other and explosions I've heard it's very good and I will watch it someday I hope you do <laughs> alright what's uh, um, I've also been keeping up with like Oshinoko and whatnot. yeah the, the, I, I'm not gonna uh, Oshinoko is still very good it's still very good yes. all that stuff uh, anything new on there or on Oshinoko or no and the list anything oh, that like uh, new Breath of the top. Wild 2 comes out soon it's already leaked in uh Online. Breath of the Wild is uh, Zelda. That, that's right. They are doing a sequel to it. It's like the second Zelda ever to get a sequel. Link to the Past got Majora's Mask, and then uh, like this one. Like you might be right. I, I haven't well, thought. There, about there's it. also Link's Awakening, which is Legend of Zelda Two, but I don't think it. I don't think of that one so much as a. Um, as a sequel. Yeah, no, I don't think those are sequels. Because, uh, uh, well, there's Legend of Zelda 2. Legend, Legend of Zelda and Legend, no, Legend of Zelda. Okay. And Legend of Zelda 2. Yep. Okay. <laughs> My phone's about to die, uh, so we're going to... Well, hold on. You, hear, you heard about Jedi Survivor, right? E- no. Okay, so remember Jedi Fallen Order? It, it, we're talking video games, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yes. So it has a sequel, Jedi Survivor. Uh-huh. And uh, it had, on release, planned, publicized, at least two weeks of bug fixes. What? Why? Don't release it. Push it back two weeks. Right, that's a new... Uh, I'm playing a game right now that uh, I'm playing Cyberpunk. Uh-huh. I, I got my first ending. 
which is like the easy easy to do don't do the final mission ending mm-hmm. uh, and I'm going to restart it I'm going to like uh, pick up a couple things here and there okay. before, before that but when I tell you that is the buggiest game of all time I think it's broken my PS4 like uh, oh yeah it was worse when it launched it was worse when it launched but still after six updates like and DLC I would imagine they still haven't fixed all the bugs oh yeah no they never will but uh, Jedi Survivor um, I was having this conversation with a a family member yesterday Mm -hmm. why are games coming out broken not even that like if you have like a successful game are you building it from the ground rebuilding it from the ground up every time uh, you get a new sequel it depends on the game if you're doing like Assassin's Creed they're definitely reusing things from that and just putting new skins on it uh, maybe upscaling the resolution if you're doing stuff like uh, like Pathfinder games. Yeah, it's literally just reusing assets because they don't care about the assets; they care about the adventure path. Yeah, but Jedi um, Survivor, I've actually been hearing it's improved on most of Fallen Order. Mm-hmm. So if you liked Fallen Order, I didn't, but not for gameplay reasons. It's because it's it's in, in it's Disney Star Wars. Yeah. This is also Disney Star Wars, but I hear it's it's improved on everything. Uh-huh. Um, I watched Corona play. I didn't watch. I listened. I, I, I turned it on at work. Mm-hmm. And she was like two hours into, into streaming. Yeah. And I, 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 at the end of me working a full day, actually a 10-hour day, yeah. she's still streaming. Mm-hmm. The YouTube cap is, is 12 hours. I thought, had, they, I thought they increased no. it. Well, I mean, not that I know of. Because um, I know, like, but EFAP she, she, has, like, 24-hour videos, and then... No, those are broken up in 12 or 4. Oh, they are? Okay. Usually, their, their episode 50s are, are now broken up in 8-hour chunks. Yeah. Uh, so they can stream for 8 hours, take a break, stream for 8 hours, take a break, stream for 8 hours. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um... Corona played it for 24 hours, almost. Yeah. And it seems pretty good. But, um... So, okay... Recently, did you see that there was a uh, D- Devolver Digital sale on Steam? I don't pay attention to Steam, but okay. I, think, I think I saw something like that, like so an advertisement. There was a Devolver Digital sale on Steam. Yeah. Don't care. There was a picture for the Devolver Digital sale on Steam. Yeah. In this picture, it had a bunch of Devolver Digital games, including one girl mm-hmm. who had, like, uh, like, like a red sweater on and she had like white hair yeah and I didn't know who she was she apparently she's a, from, a, from a game called Gris yeah I looked at the game I don't care mm-hmm. but I was for a while I was like who is this character yeah I want to play their game mm-hmm. and I found out Gris eventually but that was like after two hours of me just trying to figure this out mm-hmm. I wasn't the only one this Gris girl has like Taken hold, and she's. She, look, people are tweeting about her nonstop for like a good day. And I'm, a I'm curious about that. I'm gonna look this up on my own time. All right, yeah. so um, Diablo Four. I don't I, care. I might get it. It I, seems like it's more like Diablo Two. Okay. Which is a good thing. I saw the, I saw like an advertisement for it, but like. Uh, yeah, we'll be out of here in a little bit. <laughs> All right, and um, the last thing I have on here, do you know Vishojo? No. Iron Mouse. Oh yeah, those uh, are. Yeah. yeah. So, several members 
have up and left. Like retired or just left? Just well, so this is not Bishojo doesn't do it like uh, like oh, a I Japanese do. idol company. Yeah. So then I'm gonna graduate. They came in like Iron Mouse was independent and then she joined Bishojo as Iron Mouse and she'll leave as Iron Mouse. Yeah. So like you know Yanners. Mm-hmm. Yanners is left. Like for like business reasons or yes. for something something's going on with their contracts and several people are just leaving. Oh, that's in, that's gonna be interesting. Yeah, uh, it's Yanners, the Wolf Chick Silvervale, um, somebody else, and they don't have a whole lot of talent left. Uh, you remember you remember Coco, Kiryu Coco? Yeah. She went on to be Kason when she went independent again. Wait, Coco the Dragon Girl? Yeah. She went on to be Kason. Kason. And the, the, is she like showing her real face or is she? Like, oh, she as... does. Yeah. Oh, she actually made it into the Yakuza game. Yeah. She's going to be a hostess in Yakuza. You know what? She, like, might be the most favorite thing, like, I'm enjoying hearing about because (laughs) it's like, she's in video games. She's in the uh, 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 Japanese diet meetings. Uh, Yeah. yeah. Is it diet? I have no idea. Um, We don't have one of those, uh, so. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, so, uh, she's been posting on Twitter, it's like, hey, if anybody wants to offer me a better contract. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and if Kason goes, do you remember Ruchia? No. Uh, the one girl who kind of imploded in Hollow Live? I think I know who you're talking about, but... Yeah, and she joined, uh, the Shoujo with Kason. Yeah. If Kason leaves, I don't know what she's gonna do, but... Right now, uh, it seems like all the shoujo has left are some no-names, uh, Iron Mouse, Project Melody, and a couple other people that I don't remember, and the one Well, the question is, like, uh, like, WWE, Fox News, whenever people leave those organizations, there's a pipeline of people coming up that uh, they're willing to uh, invest in. Well, the Shoto was already a small company. I know. But they had big indies. They had big indies. So my question is, are they the type that could take people that uh, are small now? No. And, okay. They took, like, they brought in Iron Mouse. They brought in Kason. So people who are Yanners, Project Melanie, yeah. people all, who already had large followings. You have to. You don't need the Shoujo. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, no. Uh, I think the Shoujo is collapsing. Yeah, well. Uh, they, they, they could, like. If they. Ruchia. If they, they, they got Ruchia a new model, a new. Uh, everything. Yeah. She is a Shoujo character. Yeah. I think that's the only one. If they just have the ability to. to Make uh, people grow larger. Like it's they gonna... might, but it, I, from what I hear, their management is pretty bad. That's well, you're not gonna, like that's the death pill. So, yeah. it, like the the, uh, the more you think about things as like a business, unfortunately, the more things make sense. Yeah. No, yeah. Everybody's been talking about because if it, when it's like I'm not leaving for any personal reasons, I just it does not make fiscal sense. Yeah. Financial sense to stay with Vishojo. Yep. Uh, or to sign the new contract mm-hmm. because contracts are up and therefore people are leaving. Uh, uh, Silvervale is leaving because of the whole Hogwarts Legacy thing. 
Remember Hogwarts Legacy? I, I know it was a, a thing, but like... Silverville uh, played it or was going to play it. She was caught in the crossfires of Hogwarts Legacy. Which she got a ton of shit for it. Well, and management, as far as I know, did very little. Yeah. Uh, and she, when she said she was leaving, it sounded pretty personal. Other people who are leaving, it doesn't sound very personal. <sighs> so, alright. Iron Mouse is still there. She's easily their biggest star oh, yeah. still. Well, it's also, like, relationships or whatever, and, like, because... Also, for, Neander's is left to be show is leaving the show show. Neander's and Iron Mouse will still collab. Nothing there will change. Yeah. Like they're not like when 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 Coco graduated, Coco the character was done. Yeah. They are literally not even moving anywhere because yeah. they're on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> it's a matter of like um you also have to cuz like uh, there's this one um, Tokyo Creative Play was a, a YouTube channel I followed for a while I still okay. kind of do I just check in time to time okay like they have a, a cast of characters like they have people that have their own channels and like Chris Abroad is a part of it Connor oh, oh yeah, Anime yeah. Man like they, they'll do things with them on occasion what, what is this thing? Uh, Tokyo Creative Play okay there, it was the, I've probably the, seen them the idea well probably the idea was to make it I watch a lot of those people to, the idea was to make it like a like a, 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 like a creative play have a news section have this have that about like life in Japan and all that stuff uh, the dude that was in charge of starting everything, I don't know the story, but he is gone. And the channel is still there, so I don't know how that works. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if like he got fired or left his own business or if, like it was like somebody else's money and like they weren't really in charge, but he was like the, the figurehead. Uh, but uh, like I said, I don't know the ins and outs of it. However, like it was like one because like there was a couple of those where it's just like. Uh, hey, where'd they go? It's like, like it was an ESPN game. Well, like I'm a fan of the Dan Lebetard show. They would be playing like uh, Stink. Where'd where where he go? Uh, like Mark, um, whatever his last name is, uh, but like Stink or uh, Ron Jaworski. Where'd he go? It's like, like he's on all these shows. He's he's the tape guy. He reviews all the tape. Uh, it's like, but he's not around anymore. Where'd he go? And they, they know he's fired or quit or whatever, or that got caught pissing in the coffee in the break room. I mean, uh, but like, like they, they, part of their fun was it's like, well, we're going to air some of the dirty laundry, but we're not going to air. We're just going to like, where'd he go? Like, we're just going to ask that question. So, uh, like, there was a couple, like, with YouTube ones, like, like, like it's interesting because you'll get, like, it's, I don't know, like, the only way an NDA has teeth is if they give you money and if you break the NDA, they get the money back. That's the only way it has teeth. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like if, like if it costs more to hire a lawyer to get the money back, then uh, the NDA is kind of not worth it. Like it's, it's a, uh, you're just doing it just to like, like, it's like, please don't talk. Like, yeah. They like put your hands together, pray to like the lawyer gods of the world that like, please don't talk. Uh, but the, uh, but with YouTube, it's like why I you'll get these videos why I left or what's going on now. Like some or like somebody can just be I made my money I'm done. Right. So they, so when you're playing where do you go? It's like you can actually find out where they went, what happened. Like uh, like uh, I told you about like the Kevin Brennan uh, comedian 
that I follow, right? This guy is a pure salt factory. Like his his spirit animal is a crocodile with a flamethrower attached to him. Real quick, you know uh, uh, MRE Steve 1980. I know who you're talking about, but I don't follow their content. So he 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 hadn't streamed uh, put up a video in like six months. Yeah. And his last uh, MRE was like some Chinese MRE. Yeah. And people were like, is he dead? <laughs> did they get him? Did, did, did that last one kill him? Yeah. He ate meat from the Boer War. Yeah. Did the did, did Chinese MRE do him in? <laughs> and, he post, and he came back recently and posted two videos. Yeah. Was one of them know the Chinese thing did not kill me? Or? Uh, I only saw the one and he made no mention of it. Okay. <laughs> well, he's back. He's alive. Well, it's like, uh, it's like uh, you see people go on their own way, but it's like the the thing question in the back of your head is like, are they still friends? It's like, uh, like uh, there was like a YouTuber that I followed. Uh, I followed both of them, all three of them. But like, you see a fight happen one day, and you don't know how serious of a fight it was because some people are reacting to it comedically. The other ones is like, like there's some potential in here that because. Like the one dude was a um, uh, 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 not Syrian, but like from Cyprus, mm. Cyprian or whatever. I, I think. Don't know. Well, in that country, you have to uh, do like a year of service. So he chose the Navy SEAL program, and you, you wouldn't know that he's a Navy SEAL by looking at him. But he had to do all these physical activities, and then when you watch the YouTube channel, oh, cool! Of course, this makes sense. But then you're watching Instagram, and it's like. They are broadcasting the wrestling match between the editor and him, and then you don't ever see him in any of the videos, like uh, ever again. And then certain things happen, and you're like, "Oh, these!" But like years later, you're like, "Oh shit, they're still friends." That's nice to know, like because um, this one uh, uh, TikTok or YouTuber girl was like, like was his girlfriend at a certain point. They had an online breakup, and then that happens or whatever. But then you just like uh, look at like the oh th- that person that they're from back in the day still likes their photos every now and again. So and it's like they, trying to figure out what happened between John Con and Eagle Raptor. I, you know what? <laughs> it's it's one of those deals. It's like it's like the the real life. Where do you go? So mm. all right, let's end it on that one. Uh, my phone has five percent. I didn't mind doing it here, but we, get, we definitely need like that bar energy, though. Yeah. But we gotta do it on a weekend, and I'm, I'm busy uh, Friday night, but maybe Saturday we could do. Uh, Sunday, let's like let, let's play it by ear. Yeah, I, I might have some new Saturday. Right. Okay. Peace. Yeah.